Hey everybody, this is Dahlia from Nightmare on 5th Street, a horror movie podcast. I am so excited to finally be able to share an episode, this episode that we did with uh, Spooky Tales. And this is Christina and MJ, and we are big fans of theirs. Uh, They are really funny, interesting, great Latina podcasters. And their podcast is Cuentos, Folklore y Mas. They talk about all the spooky shit. And while they do have a focus on Latinx stories, folklore and legends, they do share just in general, just spooky shit. So make sure you uh, stick around to the end and check out the fo- the show notes and follow them on other social medias and listen to their podcast if you like that uh, supernatural um, and they also do some true crime on their patreon as well so if you want to head over to the patreon and support them as well this is Christina and MJ from a spooky tales uh, enjoy blanket in the car that's yeah. smart and a pair of shoes because um you one never time know. i left the house in pajamas and in my in just like barefoot and i went to go do something i remember and i got into a car accident and then my car had to be towed and then i hadn't charged my phone either so i was, <laughs> I was shoeless in pajamas with a dead phone it was, <laughs> it was the worst so now, yeah, yeah. Keep shoes, keep a blanket now. I know that. And then always charge your phone regardless of whether you think it's just a five-minute trip down the street. So. Yes. <laughs> okay. And Bally used to drive with no shoes on. I, yeah. I love how? driving in no shoes. Yeah, right? <laughs> I would be like, how are you doing that? I tried to. I tried to do it because I was trying I to be I feel like lighter. I have better control over the vehicle. Like, it's just like, I like the fe- being able to feel everything perfectly. So <laughs> even if I walk in with no- with shoes in the car, I slip them off and then I drive. It's just, <laughs> it's easier. Better that way. Uh, okay. So today we're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, Chucky. Although I keep calling it the wrong thing. Alma, what do you call it? The C. Seed of Chucky. Chucky. And I was calling it what? Just Chucky? Is that wrong? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are any of them actually called just Chucky? I don't think so. I don't know. Because the first ones are all child's play. Yeah. Yeah, Child's play one through three. And then in Bride of Chucky. 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 Chucky, And Now there's uh, the Chucky series on TV too. Chucky. The series. Have you watched it? No. Was it good? I'm gonna say though my um taste and things it's like low like my recommendations are all bad but and I tell people all the time like don't expect high quality recommendations you have fun that is true because you know what I'm like I was obsessed with Cowboy Bebop with the Netflix series and everyone's it's trash I'm like I loved it. <laughs> How dare you? I feel attacked. <laughs> yeah, it's like stop picking on people. We we're here. It's entertainment. It's supposed to entertain. Yeah. You know? But that's why I say 
as horror movie fans, like of horror movies, I, I'm not going to give like what you might think. I'm not sitting around with like, uh, um, what's it called? Monocle going, mm-hmm, this film. <laughs> yes. Was, yeah. Nah, I was like, okay. I'm going to give you what I had fun watching. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with um, what's it called? What's that movie called, Christina? That came out not too long ago. The one you hated? Yeah. Um, malignant. Malignant. <laughs> Why you said malevolent? I keep calling it malevolent. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I'm feeling you because I felt like I was the only one who didn't like it. <laughs> I did. I hated it. I I I, I um I like kept on passing out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, they're like, like me and uh, my husband are watching, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay up, I'm staying up. And then like halfway, he's like, you're falling asleep. I'm like, shit, sorry. <laughs> and then, and then you know what I'm talking about, like that, that, that police, uh, like precinct scene. Yep, yep, and yep. and then me and him were just like cracking up, like literally, <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like crying, oh and I was God. like, "Is this a comedy? Is this what this is?" I saw your tweets. You were like, "Is this supposed to be this funny?" <laughs> no, like, scenes worth watching was like um, that that scene, and but if you hear me and someone asks, Dalia knows I won't say anything. Like if I don't like it, I just won't. That's why I didn't say nothing. But I, but I was like, but I did like that scene just because it was the only part where it was like fun to watch it was funny it was funny fun it watch. was so like, uh-huh. out, like out of pocket and i was like oh, yeah i was like what is this <laughs> oh, I just stared at this we're staring at the screen the whole time like what is this what is going on like it, it was like watching like a like a like a you know like a train wreck happen like right in front of you, you just couldn't look away you just like you're just stuck you're like shit this is really happening <laughs> Uh, this is life. I'm I'm forced <laughs> to watch this. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to introduce our guests right now. We have Christina and we have MJ from uh, A Spooky Tales. And Alma, could you please share a uh, the bio that we have for them so in case nobody knows who they are? But sure. y'all, if y'all don't know now, you will after now this, you and will you're going to go. Check out all their, their <laughs> fucking episodes. All right, Alma. Um, Cuentos, folklore, y más. Two friends discussing everything as spooky with a focus on Latino stories, folklore, and legends. Your hosts, Christina and MJ, love sharing these stories with y'all and getting them out there. Okay. So, okay. When you all, though, when you all tell people, your friends, people you, you meet and all, how do you describe your podcast to them? Um spooky stories with a focus on latin america no y'all have it down perfectly because i think me and alma are like well we like horror movies and we talk about them but we're not critics and we're just like <laughs> we just like making fun of stuff but we hardly ever not like something and it's just like this whole thing it's like, I'm nice. like y'all just <laughs> <right down> to- <laughs> actually listening to it that is the vibe but i love it <laughs> okay so all right so if y'all could please share your uh website your social media sites all that so our listeners know where to find you yes we are a spooky tales all together with no space so like spooky with an e in front of it um if you're latino latina latina you understand <laughs> why the e is in front um but yeah a spooky tales everywhere really tiktok instagram twitter so yeah a spooky tales on everything tiktok twitter instagram i don't like facebook but we have a facebook page it's there <laughs> Same. And we same. have a Facebook group, and I'm the only member. 
because <laughs> I oh, keep forgetting to mention it. Mention it because I didn't know that. Now I'm going to go join. I, I didn't it. even know. I know. I didn't even see. <laughs> 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 Oh, yeah, I kind of I'm forgot sure. about it. And then at SpookyTales.com, if you want to look at more details on, like, the show notes and yeah. um, pictures and all that. Mm-hmm. And you all also have a Patreon. Can you share that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It just started, like, two months ago. And like, I'm so horrible at promoting our things. So, yeah, <laughs> we also have a Patreon. And we'll share a little different stories there. Uh, we have some true crime, some stories that maybe are too short for uh, a podcast episode so we'll put them on there we try to do like one or two bonus episodes per month and then uh there's three tiers uh the first one just kind of gets you um i think it's like a shout out and then the third one or the second one three dollars a month is where you get all the bonus things and stickers Yeah, so I'm a, I I I subscribed. How do you say that? I'm I became saw, a patron so or whatever yeah. for that. And uh, um, you also also have merch. I am wearing oh. your No Mama's shirt right now, and this beautiful blue royal blue <laughs> shirt color. Y'all can't see it, but uh, I took pictures and I put it on our social media, and I'll I'll re uh, share when this episode comes out. But okay, so these are our lovely friends over at Spooky Tales, Christine and MJ, and today we are talking about what movie, Alma? Seed of Chucky. Okay, from so 2004. I, yeah, Alma. So, okay, can you tell us who who wrote it? Where did we find it? Who uh, uh, directed? And all the actors and all that good stuff. Okay, Seed of Chucky is an American black comedy slasher film, fifth installment of the Child's Play series, and sequel to 88's Bride of Chucky. Why 98's um, Bride of Chucky, as well as the first film to be distributed by another company since Child's Play. The film was written and directed by Don Mancini, who created the series and has written all of the films except for the remake. And then the first one, of course, uh, was written by three guys uh, who created the series and has written all of the films. With this entry, Mancini made his directorial debut. The film is set six years after Bride of Chucky and follows a young doll named Glenn, the son of Chucky and Tiffany, resurrecting his parents, causing chaos. Chaos ensuing. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. So it has, we have Jennifer Tilly. We have Redman uh, himself. We have uh, Hannah Spirit. Did I say that right, Alma? Uh, John Waters, of course. Billy Boyd and Brad Dourif as Chucky. I, I mispronounce everybody's name, so I know I fucked up everybody's <laughs> name right there. Um, had you all seen this before, MJ and Christina? I, I did you didn't like it i think someone didn't like this movie <laughs> i i have yeah i saw it when it first came out and then i've rewatched it maybe twice uh-huh. including for this oh yeah. wow okay so um yeah i had not watched this movie before alma's uh i think alma's more of a child's play chucky um the fan than i am it's not the that fan. i don't like them it's just I, I just don't you know it's 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 i don't normally gravitate towards these movies or mm-hmm. the series but so i hadn't watched this but I enjoyed it. It was fucking fun. It was, <laughs> it's it, I, I really yeah. get it, the fun side of of Chucky. Like I'm all in for it for the fun. It doesn't need to be yeah. spectacular. We don't need to go so deep. You know, I'm like exactly. Yeah, and that's why I think I like I like Chucky, and because the story is just it's it's a fun one. And we were discussing before we started because it's the whole the whole scary doll aspect. That really was the reason that I liked it as a kid. It was like, why am I watching these possessed doll stories and these scary dolls? Is I think universally, who isn't scared of like a creepy looking doll? <laughs> it's uncanny. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, what, what do we call it? Uncanny Valley or something like that? Like the is that a thing? 
Yeah, it's um, where things start like looking human, but there's something off about them. And what? like, um, yeah, it's called the un Uncanny Valley. <laughs> Our it's, faces, Christina, we're both like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, how can I say it? Um, fucking creepy no, <laughs> no, no it's like it, yes like there's this whole series why uh, our brains are able to be receptive to this thing called the uncanny valley so basically it's like kind of like when you see oh my god what is that what is that one movie of it's christmas but the but it's like animated but yeah, the yeah. characters are kind of creepy oh uh -huh. claymation style stuff no no no, no i know claymation. what you're talking about it's that, that the train right one it's yeah the train one, one. what is it called Oh, the yeah. train one. The, oh, uh, the Polar Express. The Polar Express. I started watching it, and I was like, if no. You, <laughs> if you notice, like, the characters are so creepy. They're very lifelike. Yeah. But there's um, something off about them. I and just found the, the definition for Uncanny yeah, Valley. It's, yeah, and it's called the Uncanny Valley. And people wow. are like, why does it even exist? So there's, like, this whole theory that there's something out there that mimics mm -hmm. humans uh -huh. And our brains have this uncanny valley adapt, you know, adaptation in order to pick them out. So yeah, oh, why yeah, do yeah. we even have that? Exactly. Like, yes, yes. Why? Okay, so right here on Wikipedia it says, in aesthetics, the uncanny valley is a hypothesized relation between an object's degree of resemblance to a human being and the emotional response to the object. The concept suggests that humanoid objects that imperfectly resemble actual human beings provoke uncanny or strangely familiar feelings of eeriness and revulsion in observers. Valley denotes a dip in the human observer's affinity for the replica relation that otherwise increases with the replica's human likeness. So yeah, fucking creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh and my and God. there's like a bunch of like theories on why we have evolved it and like evolved because uh -huh. there's nothing like we've never experienced anything except for the past couple of years, right? If you think about mm -hmm. animation in the past, yeah. I don't know, 100 years. And people are like, well, why do we have this like adaptation or this evolutionary trait where we are picking up on the uncanny valley? Like, what was going on in our history? Like, who knows? Yeah. So I was like, that well, doesn't make it any better. <laughs> there, must, there must be some like uh, evolutionary kind of uh, um, uh, survival thing in us. Yeah. Like, for, you know, back in our days of just becoming humans and shit like that to be able to survive. I don't know. It's, it's probably it's for other like humanoids, like when our yeah. ancestors had other, yeah. you know, like roaming around with like Neanderthals mm -hmm. too or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Either way, it's freaky. It is. <laughs> Seed of Chucky. That's my new uh that's my new song for this movie. Oh, Seed she's always Chucky. trying to make music for everything. <laughs> no, we're not musical. We're not, no, musical. <laughs> we're not musical in the least bit, but uh I, I like to sing. <laughs> okay, um, uh, let's get let's get this, this show started. You're gonna have to go let us go through the summary because uh otherwise I don't remember shit. So Alma okay. go for it. <laughs> All right, six years after the previous film, Glenn, the benevolent living doll son, I'm reading this exactly the way it's written, of Chucky and Tiffany has a nightmare in which he murders a little girl's parents. In reality, he's living as a dummy for an abusive ventriloquist called Sykes in England. Glenn sees a preview of Jennifer Tilly's new horror film, Chucky Goes Psycho on television, which features Chucky and Tiffany dolls rebuilt from their original remains. And Glenn realizes that he is their son. Okay, um, I think that the big note that he realizes he has that tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> because of the, the tattoo. And, um, <laughs> that was so they sad. They play the music whenever he thinks of it. But the thing, 
the thing that I got from the the opening is this is so sad. Okay, first of all, I watched it with my oldest, who is seventeen, and who hadn't seen the movie before, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, this is sad." I could I could never love that doll, and I was like, the first thing I said was like, "I could totally love that doll." Like, <laughs> that would be, be the doll I chose. <laughs> That would be the, yeah. the first time I saw hit uh, Glenn, I was like, ew. Oh, insane. <laughs> I was like, yeet. It's like Chucky and um, what's her name? Jennifer Tilly, the doll. Yeah. They're not that bad looking dolls. They're like decent uh-huh. dolls. But uh-huh. you see, Glenn, 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 yeah, like, like, oh. it is. It is a At creation. Poor doll. <laughs> I like ugly. So if I can see like the ugly little dog, I feel bad for it. So I love it. The ugly the cat. Little dog, the little dime. The ugly kid. I was the ugly kid. You know, so oh, I have a special voice in my heart for, for ugly. <laughs> the doll, but, though, it was supposed to be, uh, um, Don Man City really wanted it to be a separate entity from uh, Chucky Tiffany. Like not to look anything like them. Whereas like the producers are like, this should be their child. So therefore it should look like them I always wondered <laughs> that yeah but it doesn't look like either of them it it is just very um I thought it was very ambiguous looking but they went but when doing that it was like uh, almost featureless was what made it more scary looking mm-hmm. or yes. creepy looking mm-hmm. and then they gave it the, the little background story that this is a living doll it was born alive and 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 they are living with this awful ventriloquist who is like abusive and I was like why why'd they give that sad backstory that makes me want to love that doll even more take it home and nurture it (laughs) yeah I will forgive anything anybody in a movie if they had a shitty childhood it's like ah makes sense okay in real life no but in in. movies it's like okay I got you I know why you killed all those people I totally get it Uh, but okay, so Alma, because I t- like I said, I I'm not I haven't watched these movies and all that. Um, uh, so this character Glenn is from a prior movie. Just born of them. Okay, so the bride of Chucky before um, Tiffany is um, the doll, right? Right. They made a baby together. Okay, through it. <laughs> It's like intricate, okay? It's really deep. I just want to make sure because I, I didn't know. But this is but they don't they don't um like Chucky doesn't know that that he made a child, oh. and so and also uh, Glenn doesn't have a backstory of like where did I come from until this preview on television for this movie, and the the dolls are left and they're found. And the, the backstory is like, um, oh my gosh, these mass board murders have happened. And now we have these dolls and they made like a fictitious story within this fictitious universe. Okay. Um, they're going to make movies from the two dolls. So the Tiffany and um, Chucky right. dolls don't have the spirits in them anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, they're just using them to make movies from yeah. it. So and so they show one of the scenes from the movie, which was pretty cool because it was like um, they use animatronics to use them to make the story. Mm-hmm. But that's how Glenn finally sees it, because Glenn gets to watch TV and yeah. finds, hey, man, that those are those are my parents. And so Glenn goes off to go bring his parents mm-hmm. back. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the, the Glenn also is um, now in the series, they bring it up because Chucky says, I have a queer child. 
and they're gender fluid. And so he's very accepting in the series. In the series like, now, like today time, yes, right? <laughs> in today time. But and not then back then. This, yeah, but no. back then, no, Chucky was like, what? Um, Glenn is very confused as to what um, his personal identity is. Um, he says, like, I'm not sure if I'm him or she. And Tiffany is assigning a gender uh, female and Chucky is assigning male. Um, but Glenn is like, I'm both. I feel both. Yeah, in the show, he's like, he's gender fluid. Oh, yes. oh no, they, <laughs> but the way he says it, he's like gender yes. fluid. Uh -huh. and, and I love he, it. But accepted, I loved it because they're like, oh, they brought up Glenn. Yeah. So <laughs> Tiffany calls um, Glenn Glenda, and Chucky yeah. says Glenn. So, <laughs> so uh, real quick, I want to because we were before we started recording. Um, NJ, you had said because I didn't know this, but the Chucky doll or maybe the series was based or is based on a actual doll. Yes, it's based on a. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so um, it's a pretty famously known haunted doll. It's called Robert the Doll. And oh, it's based on Robert the doll. Yeah, I didn't know that. I know, I know Robert. <laughs> I know Robert best friends, <laughs> but I didn't know that. Yeah, he was um, he was based on Robert the doll, and uh, so uh, I'm gonna try to do this as fast as possible. But uh, the story of Robert the doll dates back to the early 1900s when a little boy named Eugene Robert Otto was given a handmade doll by one of the servants working for his parents at home. And, and Eugene um, named the doll Robert and he, he became so attached to this little doll. And, um, you know, I, I I think if I remember correctly, like uh, Eugene uh, just had this attachment to Robert for his entire life until he passed away. Um, and uh, uh, there was people who moved into that house where um, Eugene once lived and where they stored the doll and they would hear like pitter patter. Yeah, no, no, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, you know, but before that, Eugene would, like, wake up in the middle of the night and find um, Robert the doll sitting at the end of his bed just staring at him. And it's like, I'm no, no, nope, nope, bye. <laughs> but I don't know. He had, like, this, like, love-hate relationship with this gift that was given to him. And it was believed it was, like, maybe, like, a voodoo doll. I'm not entirely sure. I don't know exactly um, how the religion works or anything, but it is it is believed it was something very like um, that they used uh, magic on. But um, yeah, so now Robert um, the doll is in uh, a museum in Florida and okay. in, uh, in Key West. And uh, they have him behind uh, a glass little display and that there's janitor, the janitor who works there could always like see like little fingerprints or little footprints, uh, you know, in the museum at night. And um, you can't just take pictures of Robert the doll. You have to say, Robert, can I please take a picture of you or else you get like haunted and people who, who do not ask for permission 
it's like a series of bad luck that happens to them. Even um, the um, the cleaners and the janitors who clean that his little area have to ask. Um, and apparently, you'll know if he agrees. But if he like moves or like shakes his head, like don't even take a picture. He's telling you no. Oh my and, god. And I yeah, would be out of there if it moved. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> a picture. and and it's like people take this stuff seriously because there's uh-huh. a lot of people who are like, yeah, I took a picture of him without his permission, and I got in a car accident. I got this. Uh-huh. I got that. So uh-huh. yeah, he's based on a real haunted doll, and apparently the doll, even to this day in the museum, has a lot of activity. Like, uh, they find the little, like, his little display case open sometimes. And mm-hmm. it's like, no. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think I say, even if you don't believe in something, why are you going to be disrespectful? Exactly. I'm like, that's that why we have true. horror movies, because we mess with stuff we shouldn't be messing with. We don't respect and, shit anymore. Uh, our, our older sister is always the first one to remind everybody, um, you know, make sure you ask permission, be nice. But it, the Child's Play original movie and the Cabbage Trap dolls were the reason that I was always really nice to dolls. I always say this. I was terrified that they were going to come to life and they're if they're going to murder someone, it's not going to be me because I was good. So every <laughs> night I made sure I included them in my prayers and that they could hear me. Like I'd line them up like you can hear me. <laughs> uh, I love you so much. Please take care of my dolls. And um, and I was always super kind. I even still have my little clown doll that I have. Um, that the whole family is scared of. I have a little because you sick him on us. (laughs) When you are mean, I'd say if you're good, it treating me real bad. You better go get it. (laughs) Do you have it? Any? Do you have it? Next, you should have. I'll get it. We'll have to to share a picture of it because this thing is no disrespect to Sandman. He's fucking creepy as shit. No, (laughs) he isn't. He's adorable. And that's why Glenn Glenn Baby Doll here would be my baby and I would take such good care (laughs) of Glenn Baby. Glenn Baby, you be who you want to be and I will take care of you for life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, so desperately to know their, desperate to know their parents, Glenn uh, escapes from Sykes, the horrible ventriloquist guy, and tracks Chucky and Tiffany to a prop room in Hollywood. I like how they don't let us know how uh, they got from England to all the way to America. <laughs> they just pop right. out of the box. <laughs> yeah. And, and so Glenn uh, uses the heart of Dambala, a voodoo amulet to bring them back to life. And um, it has like the words on it. And that's how they bring back this, the, the souls of Tiffany and Chucky into the dolls. And I like that the, the Chucky and Tiffany dolls, all the, all, everything that happens to them, because as they stay longer in their doll bodies, that, that doll becomes a living um, doll. That's why they're always trying to get into a human body, a human mm-hmm. host, because who wants to be a moving, bleeding, alive doll? That's crazy. Okay. When you say bleeding, when you put bleeding on that. <laughs> because Chucky is messed up at this point, like all staples. He's and, got scars. Yeah, <laughs> scars everywhere, gnarly looking. And that's all because of the fact that that's a real human soul inside of the body of the doll. Mm-hmm. And also like really scary. Like I never mm-hmm. forget the image of like Chucky just walking around. <laughs> When they show that, I'm like, that's not Sesame Street stuff. I don't know why it creeps me out so bad, but yeah. it just does. 
And I love Jennifer Tilly. Who else here is a Jennifer Tilly fan? Because I Me. love her. So I love it that we get to see like what's supposed to be the real her. And then this, yes. this uh, yes. yes. kind of serial She's killer. Amazing. Uh, so we, she plays two roles in this, which I think is awesome. And uh, she's just, I love the doll they made for her. She's, and she's beautiful in real life too. But um, so, yeah, so she, I kind of see how like you have kind of like this ambiguous, maybe androgynous kind of doll in front of you and she wants it to be a little girl because I mean, it, it's uh, stereotypical, but women, you know, they sometimes want when they have a child, a little girl so they can play with. And the same thing with, with Chucky, he wants a little boy so that he can do boy stuff with whatever it is. So, so they can go murder together. Yeah, so I totally, I totally get that they each, thought they saw something different in it but um with glenn being unsure of what they are i mean i kind of feel that when you have like people in real life in general trying to put these expectations on you and you're like just let me try to figure it out on my own instead of telling me what it is um and so but i like the evolution of our, our uh the journey that glenn takes in, in this movie because um very timid scared unfortunately mistreated and all that and I like the end result. <laughs> no, I'm weird. I, I root for the bad guys sometimes. And and I, I don't see Glenn being a bad guy here. No, I don't think he is. No. Uh, no. I love the scene where he turns around. Chucky thinks it's um, the Jennifer Tilly doll. And then it's <laughs> it's Glenn like in full makeup. Oh, my God. Like, that was the best. That was the best. <laughs> I love it because it was it was a great twist to keep the 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 Chucky series alive is to bring it like a, <laughs> like a real life little aspect but it humanized them because to a point Chucky has been loose Charles Lee Ray has been loose and just killing oh definitely killing you know just murdering everyone and then this was a great like introduction just to kind of like it, it it didn't just it's not just like for spicing up but it was an interesting topic uh to have the living doll and um to have real life questions because then it, it kept the series alive i really think that that for me that was the turning point to keep watching these movies it was like it's it's fun but also look at this they're so smart with this character um also because you know Chucky needs to keep up with the times, man. <laughs> it's like Chucky's been around, you know, um, yeah. since the 80s and um, he's learning. <laughs> yeah, the family aspect is very humanizing. We can relate somehow, whether we're the kid or the parent or whatever. I, I really, I really like that. But okay, so we have the scene where uh, Jennifer Tilly's character finds out that uh, somebody on the set is killed. Alma, can you... Tell us a little bit more about that part because I love I love what's going on here. The fake movie, the behind the scenes mm -hmm. and all that shit. Jennifer Tilly in real life, um, she wants to take this role from a Red Man movie. Um, and she wants to be the, I think it's Virgin Mary, yeah. uh, specifically <laughs> from this new movie. And so she's on the set with this current movie she's like i can't just be doing these movies i'm 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 a smart actress and i want to do yeah. something more serious um so she's like on the set of the current movie and this is when she encounters a special effects technician who is killed 
after uh, Chucky is brought to life because the first thing he does is he murders. So she oh, comes he can't upon, help it. He can't yeah, help it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she comes upon the special mm-hmm. effects room with all the dead, mutilated bodies, as she picks up the head of the technician guy and kisses it. It was like ah! why? <laughs> she she thinks it's a prop. She thinks it's a prop, and I love that but scene. <laughs> holding it in her hands, she's like, "Oh shit, this is real." And um. And she freaks out. Uh, Jennifer finds the beheaded body and calls the police. Chucky, Tiffany, and Glenn sneak a ride to her home in her limousine. Having witnessed um, their parents murder the technician, Glenn asks them why they kill, as he feels violence is bad. Chucky replies that it helps them to relax. On the other hand, Tiffany, feeling parental responsibility, agrees with Glenn and forces Chucky to agree to stop killing for the sake of their child. So they kind of like are like, okay, we're not going to kill. We're going to do this together so we can raise Glenn. Which I think is as adorable that that they're even yeah. going to try to change their ways. But I can see it from Glenn's uh, viewpoint. He's his life has been violence inflicted on him. So of course, or, or they don't want it uh, inflicted. You know, they don't want to be a part of of doing that to somebody else, whether they deserve it or not. But so I, I like that whole thing. But okay, can we talk about how? Uh, Tiffany the doll is a fan of Jennifer Tilly. And that must have been so fun to play that, like just like <laughs> loving yourself. And she she's like a fucking fan of hers. I love it. Amazing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. so okay. It's, I was just gonna say it's funny because she's doing the voice of Tiffany and then she's playing a fictional line. I love that it has to say fictionalized version yeah. of herself, but it's okay. We still love her. This could just be actually her, and we would never know. <laughs> <laughs> this is her sneaking over to try to get this role and she's going to seduce Brad Matt so that she can get that role. Yes. And, um, but her voice, her, everybody loves Jennifer Tilly. It's like her voice is beautiful mm-hmm. and she's beautiful. And, um, and Tiffany, like the, the perfect doll, person for this. Yeah. yeah. is looking at her. It's like, I want to be her. And how do mm-hmm. they be her? She's good. She wants to put her soul in her body and take her body and then Chucky's like I will put my soul in red bath body and that way we can be happy together and <laughs> <laughs> they have a plan though to inseminate also Jennifer Tilly so, so they can get a, a, real a baby. little bit of a trigger warning here I should have yeah. I should have mentioned because this is it's so wrong but I okay I'm not excusing it it's it's wrong it's a hundred percent wrong but for them it's like the only way they could see it because they're dolls um, but I, I'm really disgusted with this scene. But it I, gross. if I'm looking yeah. at it, I can't. I wish there was a different way they could have done this. I really do, because um, I see what they were trying to do. They need a real life human, like they need like actual uh, human DNA type things in their dolls. But it's just so disturbing. It's so disturbing. I could. I. It was really this whole because it doesn't. It's not just one quick scene. It's like it's you know we're talking about it. We're doing it. We're doing all this stuff. Um, so it's been really really messed up, and they do their best to try to make it very comical. Yeah, I call it like a supernatural. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See and stuff like that, but it's still really messed up yeah. because you're talking about other people's bodies, other people's yeah um, autonomy and stuff. Yeah. So um, that's their plan, which they do go through with the plan um, by like knocking out Red Man and then um, drugging her. And then doing so, this, yeah. it's like a super fast, what is it, like a day pregnancy yeah. or something? So we're doing all kinds of wrong. And then, and then she has to be pregnant 
like within a day or two. Now, I don't know if y'all have had pregnancies before, but there's a yeah. reason there's a length to that pregnancy. I mean, because your body has to adjust to it. Can you imagine being like going from nothing to full blown pregnant oh and having God, to give birth? No, I you're That's pain. horrible. Ugh. Mm -hmm. mentally and physically i wouldn't be able to to handle that barely nine months is enough time for me to it's too handle. long but it's barely enough time. It's, it's exactly. Way too long. exactly i thought of like the supernatural shows that have like the the supernatural pregnancies because they're always really fast uh -huh. because i think they think that's less traumatic let's just make it as quick as possible like uh -huh. i i remember on angel um Christmas Carpenter's character she had a supernatural pregnancy I think it was like two days long or something but it's way it's way worse it's supernatural you don't know what's going on with your body and then it's like uh, it's everything all at once and that is like and then having to push the baby out that's ugh. just like I, I I yeah like I said it's so uh, okay so she is gonna have this baby now I was a little confused Alma okay so the baby is so they can put the Glen soul into the baby yes yeah uh -huh. they because they they need like a you need a human um like if from the original movie um Chucky has his Andy right mm -hmm. uh Charles Lee Ray has Andy is the like owner I put like that because that's his um it's his doll. Okay. He wants to take over Andy's body because he discovers that the longer he stays in there, he's going to become a living doll. So with the, and I always like the quotation marks, the voodoo that he uses, he wants to go into a human host so he can be human okay. again. That's okay. his ultimate goal. Chucky is always trying to get into the human form. And so okay. Glenn doesn't have a, a human form. They need a human body. Okay. And so that was their, their quick thinking was like, let's make a human mm -hmm. and then we can put Glenn into the human using our magic that, that they learn. Okay. So uh, let's see, is Renan dead or alive at this point? Uh, still, still alive. Okay. So Chucky and Tiffany make the plans to transfer their souls. Tiffany knocks them out. Okay. So they do the supernatural thing. Mm -hmm. uh, Chucky takes Glenn on a car ride during which they drive Brittany's car off the road. Uh, that was like when they actually inserted it to the movie as part of the trivia that Britney that movie Spears. is not Britney Spears because people thought that was really Britney Spears. That lookalike looked real they good. They got a, right? a good lookalike for that. <laughs> yeah, she really looked like her. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, and so they had to put a special note that said this isn't the real one because her publicist was like, no, we're not in that movie. Make sure everybody knows. And so Chucky, um, so, oh yeah, so they go to the photographer Pete Peterson's dark room. Peters had taken pictures of Tilly kissing Redman and Chucky uh, doing the naughties with. Now himself. this is John Waters, <laughs> and I love that John yes. Waters. It's perfectly written as a creepy pervert little man, and it's I, um, I love it. I fucking love it. He he had fun with this, and um, yeah, it was just fun watching him be all. Glenn, it's yeah, like so get the dog stuff. <laughs> I think that the role was written just for him to be in the movie as well. Mm -hmm. Like uh, yeah. just because of a fan. Isn't that cool? Would you like to be like so like famous one day that it's like, I'm such a fan of this. And then somebody writes a role so you can be in right? it. Uh, 
That's cool. That's everybody's dream. So yeah. Glenn tries to warn Peters that Chucky is about to attack, but Peters bumps into a shelf and causes a jar of sulfuric acid to fall onto his head, accidentally killing him. Chucky's overjoyed, though, believing that Glenn did this on purpose and takes a picture to celebrate. Look at me bonding with my son. <laughs> That's what he thinks. <laughs> but um much of this may of both Glenn and Tiffany. So, but he so yeah, because there. remember, they're not supposed to be killing anybody. And yeah, this is Chucky saying, oh, my boy here, he's a murderer just like me. And a really nasty way to die, too. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, I also want to know, does it, breathing in the sulfuric acid, is that what kills? I think so. Happen? I think it like dissolves your lungs or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, because I was like, I know it's like really destroying him like physically but i was mm -hmm. like i guess breathing it in would kill oh yeah like suffocate you mm -hmm. oh that was yeah. awful That's well the same thing that's happening to his outsides would be happening to his insides yeah I'm just like okay <laughs> no so yeah that that scene was fun i love uh i love these kind of effects too i just i like I'm really messed up when it comes to horror movies, but anything fucked up you can do to the face, Alma knows. I like if if it freaks me out and makes me like Ugh, cringe, uh, it's done well. <laughs> um, I love that. <laughs> Just fuck up the face for me somehow in these in these horror movies, practical effects. Do something like really gnarly, and I'm here for it. I'm just here for it. <laughs> yeah, we do appreciate like the makeup effects, creature effects, doing things by hand, I guess, because it's like a lot of hard work, and it shows like the people you don't see them but you can see their work up on screen and so you can I, I feel like they don't do that anymore mm -mm. yeah mm -mm. not enough oh, at all yeah. <laughs> okay so now okay um we're coming up had to now coming back to the movie jennifer mm -hmm. full on pregnant um, yes, she awakens and uh, she's like oh I'm pregnant. we haven't I'm mentioned really we haven't mentioned yet her uh her driver who is yes, absolutely head over teal, heels in love with Jennifer Tilly. I mean, he fucking loves her. And I think it's precious. And um, he's trying to work up the nerve to tell her, but he doesn't ever get that chance to, which is sad. Well, he does, I guess. But <laughs> it's too late. It's too fucking late. Uh, I love how Dali always thinks of all the, the people who are sad in the movie. <laughs> I do, I do. He's like, oh, this poor guy doesn't get to tell her that he loves but her. He was like, always practicing. I thought he did. Right before. I, I don't think he. I think he's like trying to say it. Oh, <laughs> he still doesn't then say it, it. because he he practices right before she gets in the car a few times. Yeah, because yeah. he's just building up to trying to tell her. So she awakens pregnant mm -hmm. and claims and goes to Redman and tells him you're responsible. Redman mm -hmm. denies this and reveals that he has had a vasectomy. And so leaving Jennifer confused because she's like, obviously I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, Tiffany is there and she eviscerates Redman in anger because of how he treated her. Uh, the next day, Jennifer wakes up to find herself with a full pregnant belly, a consequence of the magic. And Chucky captures Jennifer and her chauffeur stand to take Redman's place. Um, so, Redman yeah, is dead, killed at the table. I love this scene. Because again, with the practical effects, she evis <laughs> she eviscerates him. She's she basically disembowels him. His 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 warm warm inner yeah. <laughs> warm steaming inner sitting in the chair, being attached to the chair because They're he doesn't steaming. ever get up or move. Yeah, They're steaming. That's my favorite part. The <laughs> air like, conditioner. 
his insides the temperature around him. Duh. Oh my god, it's so good. So she now is a she now has killed when they weren't supposed to. So now we have both Chucky and Tiffany having killed. And now poor Glenn has to keep secret for both of them. Um, you know, it's, oh, it's, yeah. parents can't control Is this what she himself. calls the hotline? Because that part is hilarious. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I completely like forgot about that. Addiction hotline, right? Yes. Yeah. And the guy's like, it's okay. It's okay to have slip ups. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I just had one. And he's like, yeah, it happens. And she's like, okay. <laughs> but like, they're talking about two different things. And you have <laughs> And the great part is how he says how it was messy, the cleanup or him for something like that. And she's like, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes it is. And it was cute because um, Tiffany reached out for help. <laughs> that, was, that was good. I like that because she did want to keep her promise. She uh-huh. she has this child she's and trying. she's and trying. She's trying. She is. Yeah. I mean, it was too late. You know, she already did it, but she <laughs> she admitted she admitted her mistake and she reached out for help, which was really nice and sweet. So that's messed up, <laughs> yeah, but it's so sweet. Funny. Sympathizing way too much with Tiffany. I do. I do. I, I fucking love that for Tilly. What the? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. No, like no, no offense to Chucky, but it's all about Tiffany. She steals yeah. the show. She does. Yeah. She does. <laughs> okay. okay, so um, let's see. Jennifer's assistant Joan tries to um, help. Okay, so I guess uh, the whole time she has that assistant, and she calls her over because she says that she's pregnant. She's like, what? And she's like, I need your help because she's woken up with this big belly that she's like, there's no way I'm this pregnant. And um, so her assistant shows up and is killed by. Um, so at this time, this is the, the whole the, the the struggle that Glenn has been going through the movie is um, is that they're presenting themselves by uh, that. I don't know what I am inside. I don't know who I am if I'm your daughter or your son, but this is who I am. But here is when we realize that there's two souls trapped inside of this living doll. It's, it is Glenn and Glenda, both uh, with the struggling of who is, who is me. (laughs) Um, And so at this point, Glenda is revealed the, the, the soul inside that is the girl and kills the assistant. And that's how the, the the big reveal was. Yes, Glenn is struggling, but it's because we are two two spirits, two souls living inside one body. And that's the way I try. I'm trying to see it because you know me with a uh, mental health in uh in in horror movies. I don't like the way it's portrayed. So I'm gonna. I, I I tried really hard to look at this from from that through that lens that it's two souls in one doll. Because of course, at the end of the day, we're talking about a fucking horror movie about a doll that's walking around and shit but i mean but it it is something that it's it's like in in horror movies it's like you know mental health is always viewed like really ugly and it's used as the reason for all this Mm -hmm. destruction and violence and all that um so i i don't i'm not a big fan of that take however i i I like that i can kind of maybe a little bit separate from that and say okay this is a doll dahlia and inside this doll are two souls and that's why this doll is confused um and of course we end up seeing you know later on that how it how it is able to work that out but i mean that yeah i like that explanation better than i'm someone who is like i can't i don't know what's wrong with me and my mental health struggles are going to make me lash out and do all this i like the two souls aspect of it it's two completely distinct you know individuals in there Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm 
And it's almost like the the older trope of the evil twin, the evil twin instead of um, it being somebody who has an alternate personality. It was mm -hmm. like the, it's like the old movies where they always had. In fact, I was just watching a supernatural episode where he, it was supposed to be the evil twin. Oh. <laughs> it's just you know that uh, that evil twin is is in the living doll is in the Glenn doll. And that's the one that's been having that the dreams that they had are of Glenda. But I also love having a, a woman killer too. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I almost prefer it to be, you know, I'm like, represent More us. representation. We have murderous thoughts too, you know. <laughs> But yeah, Glenn, Glenn is the sweetheart over here. Like, no, come on, guys, behave. And Glenda's like, fuck that shit. Let's go to town over here. He looked at me funny. I like that. I really like that. And that, uh, um, okay, so now we have, now we're bringing back the driver. Uh, um, I was going to say Tiffany. Um, Jennifer Tilly's driver. I don't know. But we have the driver and we have uh, Jennifer Tilly. Um, tied up in bed because now it comes time for whatever ritual or whatever is going to happen so that their bodies can be taken over because fucking red man over there was is dead. We can't uh -huh. use his body anymore. <laughs> so we have a convenient stand-in. Yeah, we have a stand-in <laughs> who, who loves her. So there we go. <laughs> okay, so Jennifer is goes into labor and gives birth to twins. Uh, uh, it was like... We have a baby, but then it's like, surprise, there's another baby. And Tiffany realizes that both Glenn and Glenda can inhabit two children. Ch Chucky, though, has an epiphany, and he has finally accepted his circumstances as a living doll and no longer wishes to become human. That's the big the big plot twist here, because the whole, all these movies, uh, Charles Lee Ray is supposed to be mm -hmm. coming out and living in the real world as a human. But then the, he, uh, Chucky is like, nah, I'm cool with the, the living doll. good. Guys, <laughs> He's like, this is too much. <laughs> Up to this point, fine. <laughs> but, now, but here, no. <laughs> so we, we crossed the line. I'm mm -hmm. fine with being the doll. Um, and Tiffany, let's see here. So, uh, okay. So let me see where we're at. Well, we have this what? part coming up. I don't know if it's already happened or it's coming up right here. So, yeah, he decides that he's good with being a doll. Mm. And then this, like, again, talking about yes. female empowerment. <laughs> when when uh, Tiffany decides that she's totally okay with just being a single mom. Oh, and yeah. Like, that's, she that's doesn't, she doesn't need Chucky for anything. And... Um, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. Cause I mean, I, I, I'm not doing any justice just by saying those words. That whole scene is really, I like the way she, she delivers it the way she does it. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. You tell him. <laughs> Who are we talking about this? Like this is up until then, like Tiffany was introduced kind of like a side character. Yes. But ends up being a main character. Mm -hmm. And right here, this is her evolving into, I got my own show now. <laughs> I'm going to go yep. do my own thing and I don't need you. So that evolution of the character is, yeah is it's I like it. amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. okay and disgusted tiffany rejects chucky and decides to take glenn with her uh enraged chucky throws a knife at jennifer to stop tiffany from leaving him but stan jumps in the way to save her stands the driver okay uh, and mm. the police arrive forcing the dolls to flee excuse me let me cough 
Okay, so this part I thought was also funny because there's a part when Jennifer Tilly was tied up during this whole time. She gets untied. She's, uh, I think she's laying on the floor, and um, there's that fight scene that going on between uh, uh, Chucky and Tiffany, and then there's Glenn there, and it's oh, kind of then... funny because Jennifer Tilly's watching all this, and the knife falls near her, and I love how she just looks up, and then she just like throws the the knife towards I think towards tiffany the doll if i remember correctly and i just thought that was so funny it's just because like she was here she was she was a victim this whole time because she was there against her will and all that but then you see her ego here's some help (laughs) here's the knife go do your thing i just thought that was cute did she seem too cool with seeing the dolls (laughs) i've accepted that the dolls are talking (laughs) she had to she had to accept (laughs) it a a one-day pregnancy yeah <laughs> yeah and she's, she's rushed to the hospital and tiffany drugs jennifer and begins to possess her but chucky breaks in and uh oh, this is this what like, happened okay yeah, yeah the the big showdown is at the hospital because yeah. tiffany is like i want to see my babies mm-hmm. i want to see my babies and they're like mm-hmm. oh the babies are fine yeah. uh but chucky arrives to keep tiffany from reaching her ultimate goal which is to possess mm-hmm. jennifer tilly so she does start the ritual, but it's interrupted. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then that whole scene that I just mentioned, it happens here. Uh-huh. But uh, so she, um, oh my God, it's been like a week since I saw this movie. I don't know what happens with, with Chucky. I already forgot. <laughs> okay, so Chucky breaks in and manages to kill Tiffany with an axe. Devastated, Glenn snaps, snaps and attacks Chucky, striking him with the axe. Chucky assumes it's Glenda again, but Glenn reveals it's me. Finally, it is Glenn, finally able to kill in revenge for his mother's death. Aww. Glenn dismembers Chucky. Let me get a point to say it's it's the son. So that way, uh, you know, um, you know, it's me. Chucky and chops off his head, realizing what he has done. Um, he he suffers an emotional breakdown as Jennifer comforts him. So this is like uh, they, they fast forward into the future a little bit, and the twins have grown up. And Jennifer, the baby Julie's twins, birthday, yeah, her her twins, and they're at a birthday party, and they're like, "Oh, he is always so good, but she's awful to me, and she's scary." And and the little girl twin is staring at her through the window, like, "I'm gonna get you for talking shit about me." <laughs> Okay, so That's a couple, also something you don't do. A couple of things, real quick. So yeah, we're in the future. They're what I don't know. I'm gonna guess four or five. They might have even said hell. They were the twins are grown up. Um, Jennifer Tilly's character. She gave me such big vibes of what was the movie? I always get the two mixed up. Liar, liar, big fat liar. No, liar, liar. I think. Remember her her character in that movie where she's just a fucking bitch. Uh, the the divorcee that's trying to bleed yes. her ex husband dry. She's she's liar, being liar. so she's not she's not being nice. I'm like, what's going? On, you know that's yeah it reminded me of that character um also again um the latina fucking nanny come on <laughs> did, really, did had, we yeah. have to did we have to it was one little part there wasn't really necessary <laughs> why come on guys yeah come on <laughs> anyways but yes and then we have her talking about the two the twins and that little girl twin fucking creepy as fuck out there staring in they did her good that little girl actor mm-hmm. uh, i know it was just for a quick moment but she did creepy well she, she was there and and it's just like that's and then of course obviously it was like oh duh 
the ritual worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. big reveal was that, yeah, because it was like up to that point, you think that Tiffany is the one who's dead, but it's really no, it was her. It was her the whole time. She's been raising her twins, which I think is cute. Tiffany is. <laughs> she got Katie. a dream come true. But yes. also, it's a great way to show that Jennifer Tilly was killed by Chucky. Mm -hmm. So it's not like two souls in the in the body. Um, Chucky did her bad. You know, he mm -hmm. killed her. But Tiffany was able to use her body and she's living in the body, raising her twins. And the girl one is the is the evil, the evil mm -hmm. one. And I will. And that's also the thing that I like to bring up is that you don't mess with kids either because kids could be evil too. Look at all the evil kid stories. You have evil kid mm -hmm. stories, evil doll stories. Be good to kids and dolls. That's the moral don't of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good be moral. Be good to your kids. Be good to other people's kids. Talk to them nicely because they could end up evil killing you. <laughs> yes. Somehow the movie I watched, I watched it on Plex and someone just, you know, downloaded it and added it to their Plex. And I did not see any of this. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, the, the five years in the future. I don't think I originally saw that scene either. And I don't know oh. why. I thought the movie was over after. Yeah, uh, I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm dead now. <laughs> but I've seen it a handful of times. But I, I don't think I saw that the first couple of times. And it could be because once that end cut scene People will have to tell me, like my family, like, hey, there's a whole other scene. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Because I'm, you know, I'm my attention span and or something happens because it does say five years in the future, but I don't think I paid attention or I yeah, got mine just left. Turned off. I just turned it off and thought that was the end of the movie. But it's added. It's not like it was added later or something. I just, I missed yeah. it as well. Because I thought it's that a was Marvel the movie end. now. <laughs> The um, what are they called? Posting credits where everybody yes. yeah, posting credits or the end credit scenes. Whatever. Yeah, I don't stay unless like Dalia knows we were like we were we watched a movie and it was like oh we, we need to wait for the end scene and I'm like there's oh, always I'm something holding. even if yeah. it's just a second there's always something um, <laughs> yeah but yeah I I, I I like for me personally uh, I like the uh, the little conclusion at the end so we can see everything wrapped up like that. Um, I love oh, it. Alma already shared a couple of these. I had a couple of uh, little trivia things. Um, the uh, the way they made the doll look for Glenn, that it was supposed to be um, have its own distinct look. Alma mentioned the Britney Spears not actually <laughs> appearing in the movie because everybody needed to know that, which I thought was funny. Um, it was the, so funny, yeah. Yeah, the role of Redman played was originally written with Quentin Tarantino in mind, but Quentin declined. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I like that. It was, I think like was, his quirkiness would have worked. You think so? If, if Quentin would have done it, I think it's yeah. Because he's like funny yeah, that he's quirky was a perfect word because oh. that's exactly what I picture like the the character themselves. It's yeah. I, I guess I could. Okay. See I see. I was mm -hmm. thinking like a kind of like like a pig like the way Redman played him here so that's why I like that yeah well, like I mean he does play like what, what's that one movie that Quentin plays in and it's uh what is it, from dusk till dawn yes creepy right? as fuck. yes creepy motherfucker. Yeah. and and I, I was like I was like imagining Quentin in that movie could have like okay. totally like been in this one 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do see that. It's, I, I completely forgot about that role. Um, let's see what else. The script for this film was pitched to the uni to Universal following the release of Bride of Chucky in 1998. But they turned it down due to the low box office numbers. It wasn't until 2003 that Focus Features picked it up for release under their Rogue Pictures label. Um, and Chris Sarandon was approached to return as Mike Norris in this film, but he had to turn it down due to scheduling conflicts with another film he was working on. So, yeah, those are a little pieces of trivia and facts. Alma, who was, I don't know who Chris Sarandon was. The original detective from okay. the Child's Play, oh, the one that was helping them okay. the whole time and tracking Charles Lee Ray. This is also the first movie where they don't even say anything about Charles Lee Ray. Mm. The fact that Chucky just goes by Chucky the whole time with the Chucky voice because it's like a different voice that he does in the in the body. And um, this one is completely like no no mention. Oh of my that. god, Alma! I just realized oh. Charles Chucky. Yeah, <laughs> but also Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray is uh, the name itself. The character name comes from three serial killers: Charles Manson. Um, serial oh. killers. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I just can't remember. I didn't even. Oh, I, I thought Chucky it's, was the doll. Oh, Lee Harvey Oswald and James Earl Ray. Uh, oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay, Lee Harvey Oswald. They really gave him like an evil name. Let's think of somebody evil. We're gonna put three <laughs> evil people together. And give him this name. A little dash of this and a little dash of that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. all the um, possessed, a possessed doll, scary movie dolls. I like this one because it was fun. It was like a mm -hmm. fun. Um, scary dog. It was. It was fun. But I mean, it's it also gross. I love the gross aspect of a living doll because this is like the dolls. They bleed. They oh, have. Okay. They they can get shot and blown up because see him. Uh, Chucky is chopped up, and at the end of the movie, Glenn receives a box with his arm in it. So that's yeah. how you know Chucky's coming back. Yeah. But um. It's like you can kill them, which is the thing that they discover in the first movie, even the detective himself, is like they're killable just like any other human. Um, the only thing you have to stop him from is like from moving from one host to another because he can do that the whole time. He can go from one mm -hmm. body, from one doll to another doll. And that's why we're nice to you. And I look at all my dolls. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said to me, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Okay, so who, Christina, MJ, I can't remember. Did y'all say that you are or uh, you do watch all the Chucky or Child's Play and all that stuff? I, yeah, I it's mostly them. Christina. Okay. <laughs> Including the new Chucky show, which is great. Mm -hmm. And there's been one season of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it did get picked up for like a second season. I'm pretty sure. I it was really it. fun. I I really enjoyed hopping on to the discussion because we don't do shows like we don't cover them yet on our podcast but uh fear street was doing like a week recap after each episode mm, okay. and so they invited people and i love talking to other people about the show because it was like yay i love a revival of and continuing of mm -hmm. a series it's something about having a series that it makes me kind of want to watch it more it's mm -hmm. like i just can't just watch one I, I like to watch it all and see where it goes and i think they've done great with the series on just kind of constantly adding something to refresh it and yeah. to keep it going but at the end of the day chucky is is a fun character i i use that word so much and it's lame like i mean it's dumb of me to just continue to keep using that word fun i, I mean, can't think if it's fun, it is. who cares if yeah. it's fun, it fun. Is. <laughs> i think horror a yeah. lot of horror um 
it sounded like I was gonna say horse shit. <laughs> a, lot of horror, <laughs> a lot of horror shit. Um, mm-hmm. I think we dissect it too much sometimes, and that's fine. That's okay. But I think at the end of the day, try you know we can have fun with it. I mean, why not? Especially like something like this. I don't, you know, dolls. I mean, yeah. they're scary as fuck. Let's have fun with it. Um, yeah. Plus, Chucky knows what it is. Like they know, <laughs> they know what they're doing. They know yeah. what they're producing, and they have fun with it. And yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So real. Uh, not quick because I hope we we have a couple of stories, but on um, your show is Spooky Tales. Y'all discuss creepy uh, stories, supernatural, all that kind of cool stuff. Um, and so Alma and I thought it would be fun to uh, you know discuss creepy dolls for this one um, because we're talking about Chucky here. Uh, I did find one story and it's not uh, that I wanted to share and it's um, it's a very condensed version. Um, so I'll share this one. It's La Pascualita. And, oh, uh, I yeah. love it. Yes. <laughs> so there's yes. a very, very shortened version. You all can find this many, many uh, uh, versions of this and, and more in-depth stuff online. But La Pascualita is rumored to be the preserved remains of a shop owner's daughter now this is in mexico i already forgot the name of the town if y'all know just let me know but um so uh la pascualita is a mannequin actually not technically a doll and the doll or the mannequin looks so human like and i have to admit i don't know if y'all have seen images of her but so Mm -hmm. yeah she is a mannequin but she does have a very different look than other mannequins and i can see why People like even if you don't believe in anything at all, you could be totally like, you know, this is it. We're done. Um, but when you look at that doll, that that thing that you were I already forgot. Was it you, Christina? The uncanny thing. MJ, MJ. Yeah. The uncanny thing. The uncanny village. You get that from her. That is 100 percent what you get from from the from this 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 mannequin in front of you. Um, so La Pascualita is is a mannequin and uh, started out as a mannequin. Uh, there's a, a, a story. There's different versions. But the, the version I'm going to tell real quick is a, vi- a visiting French magician became so entranced by the bridal mannequin that he would visit her window each night and bring her to life, dancing with her and bringing her around town before returning her to the storefront each morning. Um and then there's another story where the the mannequin was a, a young woman. She was the daughter of a shop owner that was to be married. Um, she was tragically bitten by a black widow spider, though, and she succumbed to the poison. Um, and she, uh, on her wedding day, she died. So it wasn't long after her death that the mannequin appeared in the shop window, giving birth to the legend that it's no mannequin, but the perfectly preserved body of the unlucky would-be bride so there's the two stories i found on it and of course there's 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 more in depth and more stories out there but again i mean this this she i hate using the word creepy because i mean it's beautiful but it is it is because um thank you nj for introducing us to that that uncanny uh uh, village or village uh, valley thing because um that is a hundred percent what is going on here i just i can't it's oh it's there's something off about it yeah, it's mm-hmm. very unnerving. And I'll have to share yeah. photos of that in this episode. That way, y'all haven't seen it. But it's the um, hands. Zoom in on the hands. I whenever when yeah. I first saw it, they ev- even look every, kind of veiny. Yes, they look they look real, but also still. Um, so if you've ever seen someone who's passed on, it's the it's the way that I said the way that I could always look um 
the way that I, when I was able to look at someone who's died, it's like they almost look like a doll once you've died. To me, that's how I always see people like that. And so those hands, zooming in on the pictures, and I'll do it every once in a while because I like that creepy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I look wacky. Yeah, and I look at the hands and I'm like, oh my gosh, it just, and the backstories you can, it, it's believable because it's it's also real life. There was that man who took that woman after she had passed and because he wanted to marry her and he kept her. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that's and right. So these these stories, they're not, they're even if they come from a, a, a fictitious spot, they're realistic because it's happened in real life, you know. That there was also the man who kept taking bodies and making them into dolls and he kept them in his home and he had like 40 people and it was like yeah, that's it's really real. Why yeah. don't you believe in this story? Because it's <laughs> yeah, and it's Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Oh, thank you, you thank you. That's right. Yeah. How could I forget that Chihuahua? Okay, uh, uh, Alma, did you find a ghost story that you wanted to share, or did you just want to talk about your fucking Sandman? Oh, uh, I had night terrors. I've listened to y'all's podcast a lot, so I know uh, you know about like shadow people and sleep paralysis. <laughs> I've had. Since I was a little kid, we I don't know why we were constantly scaring the shit out of each other. It's like something we did for entertainment. Uh, but I had a little mm-hmm. sad man doll I got when I was 11 or 12. I can't remember 11 or 12. And I was scared to hell of it because it's a clown. And it has like real rabbit fur for hair. I don't know who gave that to me and thought that was an appropriate oh gift to give a little girl. <laughs> and I was terrified of it. And our older sister was the one who was always traumatizing us, scaring the shit out of us before bed. And I had the doll and named him Sandman. And I was like, I'm going to be good to my doll because I didn't want this doll to come alive at night. She would say, if you ever hear little steps, that's your doll coming for you. So I was real good to Sandman. And I would whisper to him every night all my scary thoughts and dreams. That way he could take them from me. And that's how I've lived with him forever. <laughs> he goes to he used to drop <laughs> He went to basic I like it, but I don't me. like it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not cute looking. He is old as time and scary looking. Of course, he's a clown too. And then <laughs> same. And I was the same way to our cabbage patch dolls because I swear I saw my son, my brother's cabbage patch doll move once. And I was so so scared about it that I was like to my doll every night, you know, I love you. And if, and I would say it out loud because <laughs> if you're going to get anybody, get Thalia. I don't know why I was always Thalia. I even do shit to you. We were best friends. It was, yeah. It was because Daisy was mean and I believed her evilness. So I wasn't going to sick him on her. So I'd just be like, Thalia better be good to me. But if she isn't, you can get her. <laughs> <laughs> And Daisy was the meanest because she was older than us. Always trying to scare us. But I'll share. That's I'll share an older stuff. sibling thing too. Yeah, <laughs> and she put the fear in me real good because I never wanted to mess with her. <laughs> so when we picked on anybody, it was just with each other, our, our younger brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did y'all have any um, um, other uh, scary or just doll stories to share? I I do. But really quick, MJ's mom used to tell her that. What was it? You you had to be asleep by three. Oh, yeah. You had no, like, my mom would say that. Little. Yeah, my mom would say that. Like, she'd be like, don't be up. Like, she wouldn't let me play past a certain time with dolls. Like, I, 
basically, I don't know if she, I'm pretty sure she was telling you this so I could go to bed for school. But she would say, don't play with the dolls too late at night because they come alive or it's a limited diablo or some shit. And I was like, yeah. And I this is funny because for, for Christmas, my daughter got the Barbie dream house. <laughs> and it's like, it was, you know how Latinos, you know, 12 yeah. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, and then like, I'm all like, oh shit. These dolls are gonna come alive. <laughs> it's been with you forever. I know. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I just finished. Which, by the way, building the goddamn dream house. Oh, I bet pain in the ass. <laughs> but, but, but then I was like, she made me play, and I was. It's like it's like you know, uh, Noche Buena going into Christmas, and I'm like, oh You're shit, watching like, the whole time. time. Like, oh my god, please don't come to life. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have a a, a Christmas story to tell with you because we never find right. it. I was like, oh shit. Nothing no, happened no, though, thankfully. No, yeah. No, I, I I remember that. Yeah, and I think it there was a time. I can't remember. I mean it could have been the 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 witching hour that you know the that everybody <laughs> three what is it three o'clock or something but I do remember that and and, and it's something that sits with you even when you don't remember like I had completely forgotten about it till y'all mentioned it right now it's like holy shit that was a thing <laughs> they did say that <laughs> yeah. and then and then like uh, and then we were playing with that one doll um sorry That's to tell the story and our spooky listeners already know um that uh my daughter got a doll as a reward um I think last year and one time when we were recording um my daughter was like I was you know I asked her hey do you want your doll and she was like no but if she says something ignore her and it was like really creepy so like you know that's so, and the doll stayed doll. in the room with yeah, MJ daughter- and we kept having weird recording issues that we never have and like every time we went in the doll it was like static we were like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and it's you you believe the kids yeah. so and then like honest. yeah but no but she yeah. said it like it like she looked me dead in the eye and she was like if she says something ignore her and I was like okay <laughs> okay I will um but like the same doll as the one we were playing with that night on Christmas Noche Buena Christmas oh really oh, no. I was like the entire time I was like oh shit uh-uh. oh shit she's gonna come to life yeah, we got, is- you, we got you. This house is an offering. <laughs> it's a dream house. All the dolls want it, <laughs> and you get to have it. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I was like, low key freaking out. I even tweeted about it. I was like, hmm. my mom always oh my said, <laughs> and then like I even posted on my story. Um, I was like, I posted the doll, and I was like, it's the spooky doll in the dream house. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I was that. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, well, that was it. Was, was so funny. I brought my dog. Oh, my dog. <laughs> See, he used to have bright green hair. Uh, oh. It's a real rabbit on his head, and it's super soft. And uh, <laughs> it's like somebody gave that to me. He used to be like, a, a much brighter. He was really bright. Yeah, and his face makeup, especially because it's mostly worn off was like super bright it was like bozo the clown bright white and um the only he used to be a lot tanner too because i thought they got him for me because i'm brown and they wanted to find me a brown (laughs) clown but he's he's much paler now and what's interesting is his elastic is still pretty good like all the elastic but he's really filled with sand he leaks sand all the time but i take care of him 
and um the hair to, yeah the hair that you said it was rabbit hair i forgot about that yeah it's really okay. soft stuff. is it like yeah. rabbit or whatever it's supposed to be good luck oh wait that's the rabbit's foot yeah <laughs> yeah but, uh why would they do that to children make toys out of <laughs> rabbit and stuff i've heard so many people say that like in the 80s they made toys with rabbit real rabbit yeah i remember the rabbit's foot was a that's horrible like my kid would be like crying like you used a rabbit on this <laughs> like sorry child i know that christina said that she had a, a a puppet story so um can't wait to hear that i remember a story of a woman who had like these duende dolls and they would come alive at night and i remember these duendes look so like the, the figurines look so hideous and I'm like afraid of Linda's to begin with. So I remember watching this, like, I think it was on TV, probably one of those Latino specials, because I remember it being in Spanish. And um, probably on Primer Impacto or something. I don't know. Don't quote me, you guys. It was a long time ago. And I remember just like looking at these like Duende dolls, and I was like, oh my God, these, this poor lady. <laughs> but like she would claim that they would come oh, alive at I night. I think so. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And like you said, they're not. Let's just say they're they're yeah they're they're not uh, nice to look at if you want to have like a good night's sleep. <laughs> I think yes, and I'm like, girl, take them outside. But then I hear like gnomes, like even garden gnomes can't like come mm. alive sometimes. So I'm like, mm, no, yeah, no, thank you. I don't I don't like gnomes. I don't like anything duende gnomes elf. I don't like that elf on the shelf too. Looks like he's about to murder you. Yeah. I don't care what people <laughs> yeah. say. The people are like, look at you know today's elf this and that. And I'm like, why doesn't that scare you? Gonna oh, wake up dead. Yeah, it's like, look what the elf did during while you slept. That's not something I want to know. I don't the elf on the shelf, like this eyes look sideways, it's like it's looking at you, ready to kill yeah. you, like ready and to the parents are like, hmm. Yeah, and then the parents are like, hmm, my kid needs this. Like, are you yeah. okay? like, are you okay? Yeah, I didn't like I didn't that. I'm not fucking with dolls and shit. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Also, like I told, I, I told my family, like, do not give my kids, do not give me elf on the shelf. I will put that motherfucker in the oven and melt his ass. Like, I'm not kidding. <laughs> shit, like, it's scary as fuck. Like the way he looks, it's just like his eyes are like he's doing side eye, but the it's but the then his lid. smile is so creepy. It's like. I'm doing side eye. I'm like looking at you, waiting for you to go to sleep. Like, I'm that that That's elf. It. We're 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 gonna like w one day hear horror stories of how like yeah. a family died one Christmas, and oh, yeah. the only thing that left after the house was burned was this elf <laughs> on the shelf <laughs> sitting inside on the sidewalk, staring at the house or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's already creepy enough thinking that someone's watching you always to see if you're good or bad. But they're like, let's do it squared. Let's up it a level. And let's and wait till you're asleep. asleep. Yeah, and then let's see what kind of shit he did while you were sleeping. <laughs> That's not something I'm interested in. No. Nope. <laughs> we were uh, talking about, uh, well, we thought puppets for a minute. Then we started talking about marionettes. And now <laughs> Elf on the Shelf. So you have, you have a puppet story to share. Yeah. So this is a tale from Celaya, Guanajuato, Mexico. It's set in the 1970s. Supposedly true. I don't know. <laughs> but a puppeteer who went by the name Capi held shows daily out of his house. He had 33 puppets and the town loved him. He had shows every day on the weekends and the house was packed with kids, parents, grandparents. Everyone was there to see Capi and his puppets. 
Um, he had been doing this show for years now. And one night after a normal everyday show, he put away all his puppets. He had like a big wooden box that they all went in. And then he went to bed like he always did. Then the next day when he woke up, he found two of his puppets, a boy puppet and a girl puppet. And they were laying on his couch. Uh, he thought maybe he didn't put them away in the first place, but he usually did. So he was like, what's going on? Whatever. He thought nothing of it. He just kind of went on with his day. Um, he, oh, and then it was nighttime. He went to bed as usual. And then uh, during his sleep, he heard the sound of tapping. It's the same sound that his puppets made on stage when he made them dance. Only he wasn't making them dance and they weren't on stage. It was nighttime and he was oh trying to God. sleep. This is creeping me out. Yes. So he decided to ignore it and he went back to bed. And then the next morning, he saw the same two puppets on his couch. Yeah. But he knew he had put them away. And again, he put them in the wooden box and he went on with his day. It was nighttime and he was fast asleep. And then in the middle of the night, he heard the tapping again, and it was the same tapping his puppets made on stage. This time, he glanced at his door, and then he saw two little shadows at the foot of his door. <laughs> Terrified. Fear, <laughs> Terrified, he got under his covers, and he began to pray. The next morning, he packed up all his puppets and took them to the priest so that he could bless them. He thought the puppets were good after that, and there was no more problems. So he held another show at his house. The house was packed as usual. And uh, during his performance, he had a judge puppet. So it had like that white wig and, you know, the judge robes. And um, he was using that puppet. And during the show, the judge puppet began to rotate its head. Uh, like in a, what do you, like um, that movie... The Exorcist style when she, <laughs> yes, that, oh. that was the puppet. Um, so it was rotating its head. And the audience thought that uh, this was part of the show. But Gappy knew that it wasn't because the puppets could not do that. There was no string that he could pull to rotate them that way. <laughs> and the judge looked at him and smiled. And and he knew this was, he was like, this doll's alive. And he, <laughs> and it rotated its head on its own. And so the audience was clapping. They're like, whoa. And Gappy was like, mm -mm, no, I'm done. <laughs> and so that was the last show Gappy ever held. He put his puppets away in the wooden box and kept them there for years. Uh, and then um, later, when he was uh, on his deathbed, he told one of his dear friends, Abigail Careno Maldonado, about this, about his puppets, about what happened at night and about what happened in his last show. And he told her where he put the wooden box. But he had told no other living soul about this, just her. And so in 1992, she went to uh, dig up the box of puppets. And there were the puppets. And when she pulled out the judge doll, it again rotated its head the same way. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so now uh, the house, his house remained abandoned to this day. And nobody lives there. And the dolls are in the Celaya Museum, hmm. uh, including the judge. They're on display. Huh. Wow. Okay, first of all, fucking creepy as shit. Um, the, 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 the under the door, that is a fear of mine of seeing something under the door when I know nobody, nothing, anything That's why I don't in look my over house. There. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Yep. <laughs> These marionettes are scary already. Why why we gotta add the the noise of them walking around the fucking house? A little time. Um although I kind of like the idea of going and visiting them and the museum. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, 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 they can't get out. You know? Yeah, that's a safe place. Yeah. That's where you can go look. I like the way yeah. you said the little shadows. The little <laughs> shadows. I was like, yep, that's the scary part. But see, that's what Daisy did. Our oldest sister, she would make tapping sounds because she'd say that they were coming for me, my dolls and shit. I thought about it, but they were, my mic was too far. So I'm like, no, oh. it's not gonna, you're not going to hear the I tapping. Hope you get to but... get up. We'll add the sound effects during the story. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Thank you for sharing no, that one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That mm-hmm. is that, and it's sad too, though, because he yeah. he, he loved doing. See, I always bring the sadness into it. I you like, do, right? Dalia. You're right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he, he he loved it. He enjoyed doing it, and then the, why were the, he why were they doing that? He enjoyed yeah. it. So, um, and and it's sad too that the house is abandoned now too. I mean, like, mm-hmm. just, I also hate that we don't know why the puppets just started to like. Yeah, they like, always alive. Or what happened? Were they like, trying to talk and be friends with him? Were they trying to be shitty? What was going like, on? Was there? it the exactly. house? Was it the house that was like a spirit mm-hmm. in the house or something? Or right. uh, it is usually like the backstory has to do like where you're at. Except for one, mm-hmm. I remember you bringing up. Uh, when I was listening to one of y'all shows because it reminded me of the entity and you said it was the same uh, psychologist uh, that helped that lady oh, from yes, the original the entity case. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then mm-hmm. um, it was the house, but when the lady moved, it was a different story, but it's the same person who helped her. Um, when they moved, the thing followed them. And it yeah. was like, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be able to follow them when you leave the house. So I think it could have been the house because when it's abandoned right and then the dolls are away in the museum and then nothing's happening as yeah i could not find stories of them moving in the museum so Uh so So, like i mean it's like well sometimes it's the house that haunted sometimes it's an object that's haunted and sometimes Mm -hmm. it's the person themselves like sometimes you know you're like oh my god my house is on it's like no it's just you whatever it is it's it's you that's bringing it yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, me, was- I think I'm always the haunted one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you are too, Alma. <laughs> yeah, because like, she's like, yeah, it is you. <laughs> That's true. I just had so many experiences <laughs> around you. It's got to be you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you again so much, Christina and Jay, for joining us from A Spooky Tales. Could you please mm-hmm. remind our listeners where they can find you online? Yes, spookytales.com or spookytales on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok. Uh, I do almost everyday videos, just little short videos. Um, it's a lot of fun. And then, yeah, Spooky Tales, um, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> yep. And, oh, yeah, definitely check out that TikTok. I love, I'm like... I'm a, a kind of obsessed with TikTok and then all the spooky shit content out there. My 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 TikTok is weirdly curated. Like it's very varied and then also in tune with fucking Almas. Me and Alma share videos with each She's other. She's always I'm, I feel bad. I'm like, Dalia sent me two videos. I already saw Dalia. <laughs> we have the same FYP. And it's just like it's just because eventually you get to this. You we have the same interest, but it's, it's really like we're strange. sisters or something. I don't know. I know weird. <laughs> weird, but I do like TikTok because this, like you mentioned, you put the short stories. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for my attention span. I love podcasts because while I'm cleaning, while you're driving, whatever you're doing, you can listen to the podcast. But when you want to sit, you can watch as much information as you want, and like these short things that might not be long enough for like a full episode that you take the time to do that because there's tons of stuff like that. There's 
endless mm-hmm. material. <laughs> and could you all share your Patreon one more time for our listeners? Oh, yes, yes. Patreon.com slash Spooky Tales. But you can also find it on our website if you go to the little support tab. Okay, Alma, now where can people find us on the interwebs? Uh, we're at nightmaremoviepodcast.com. You can email us at nightmaremoviepodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram is at nightmaremoviepodcast. Our Twitter is at nightmareonfifth. That's nightmare on 5th. And we have a Patreon and a buy me a coffee if you want yes, to do this. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash nightmaremoviepodcast. And you can also buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash nightmarepod. And of course, everything, all the links and everything that we shared today, and especially about our wonderful guests, Christine and NJ from Spooky Tales, will be in our show notes. Thank you all so much again for joining us. We had lots of fun and we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank yes, you. Thank you yes, for, thank you for having us. us. Thank you. I'm glad we finally did it. I know, right? <laughs> thank you for listening to Nightmare on Fifth Street, a horror movie podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Also, leave a review or share what movie you would like us to discuss. As always, thank you for listening.